Morning, guys. Welcome to Tuesday Mana. Today, I want to talk about weariness. Man, it seems like in this Christian life as an adult, there's two states of being. We're either tired or exhausted, right? Tired from adulting all the time, exhausted from the trials, from the battles of this life that we face. And I want to look at a specific time in the Bible where there is someone who grows weary during battle. It's a cool story, and I want to see where he gets strength, where he goes. Last week, we talked about really running to God as our tower, and God is also our rest. So that's the first place we should run in being weary. And as Christians, we should have an energy inside of us that is the Holy Spirit. But sometimes that's hard to see. Nobody's perfect, right? We have amazing things, amazing gifts from the Spirit. Um, because... As we saw in James, these trials, they're not going to stop on this side of heaven, right? The trials will always be before us. The battles we face will always be there. But we have to know where we can go. And today I want to look at that. Where do we go when we're weary? And we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, but this is a different story. And I want to look at this because this is cool. Last week we focused on God, running to God as our strong tower, running to the God of the Bible this week, I want to see some other things and pull some cool ideas from it. So before we jump into the word and into that, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come before you and I thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that you are our strength. God, I thank you that you go before us in every battle, that you allow the trials to get to us, to mold and shape us to be more like your son. God, I pray that you'd bless this time as we get into your word. I just pray that your word, as you promise, will never return void. God, that you would plant the seeds in people's hearts, God, so that they come to know you better, because that's what this is all about, God. It's all about you, and I thank you for this time. It's in your name we pray, and everyone said, amen. All right, so where we're going to start today is actually we're going to be in Exodus 17, so, a little background, the first um, seven verses, it's the first time that the, the Israelites are obviously on an exodus. They're running away from Egypt, right? They're in the desert, and there was a comedian that talked about this, and he talked about how they, they, the people were saying, Moses doesn't know where he's going, right? We're in a desert, you know, no agua, no water, and... They're at this point. They don't, they need water. And God provides water in the most amazing way. And this is the first time. So Moses is to take the staff of God, the same staff that he threw on the ground and turned into a snake. He's to take that staff. And at the, this first time, he's to go to the rock and he's to strike it. He strikes the rock and water comes out of it. So the people may drink. Okay, so that's the first seven verses of 17. Then we get to the battle. Verses 8 through 15 is the battle. And the Amaleks come and attack the children of God. So let's read from verses 8 to 16. We'll get a little background and then we're going to really dive in to where Moses goes. So here we go. Exodus 17 verses 8 through 16. Here we go. Now... 
Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand up on the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top, went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when we let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Whew, such a cool story, man. I love hearing Moses. Now, couple side notes. Um, if it seems like God is being pretty harsh on Amalek, he's not. It, it depicts in Deuteronomy 25, 17 through 18, how Amalek attacked the Israelites at this point. So the Israelites are all waiting for water for Moses, like we saw the first seven. And Amalek actually attacks Israel in the worst way, in a detestable way, in a despicable way they attack. It says in Deuteronomy 25, 17 through 15, remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you came out of Egypt, how he attacked you on the way when you were faint and weary and cut off your tail, those who were lagging behind, and he did not fear God. So Amalek didn't come to the front of the army. He came around back and started attacking the back portion of where Israel was while they were tired and weary from being in the desert. So God didn't like that. And I don't like that. When, you, when you're fighting, there's a certain rule, <laughs> it seems, especially in battle. And that's just not the way to go about battle. So, cool story. Back to it. When Moses went up on the mountain and when he prayed. Now, when we pray, it's funny. I talked to the kids a lot about this when I was a teacher. When we pray, what do we always think, right? We fold our hands, we bow our heads, and that's the general prayer position. Um, in the Bible, you honestly won't find that. There's so many different ways people pray. It's in the fetal position. Most of the time when you find their prey, they're lifting up their eyes and their hands to the heavens and praying to God. So in this case, Moses is going up on the hill to lift up the staff, to lift up Joshua and the boys as they go to battle. Now, I always imagine Aaron and her watching this battle from the hill with Moses. And they see Moses' hand up. And I go, oh, he's praying. That's awesome with the staff in it. And they're watching the battle. I'm like, all right, Israel's winning. And they don't correlate it right away, right? So Moses gets tired. His hands go down. They're like, oh, no, Amalek's winning. You know, how long did it take them to be like, oh, we got to help Moses, right? So Moses is praying. Aaron and her put those two things together. They have him sit down on a rock and they both go and assist him in that one on one side, one on the other, holding up that staff so that Joshua and the boys may win, coming alongside Moses and praying through that. So 
last week when I talked about weariness, when I talked about where, when we're scared, when hard things happen, where do we run? We run to God. And that should be the first place we run. We should run to that tower. But the next place needs to be got to God's people. We can't do this life alone. We have been called to be a church. The church is the people. We need to go to our brothers and sisters in Christ. They can lift us up in prayer. We need to reach out. We need to be supported by them so that we can win this battle. The battle is God's, but we have to pray. We're called to pray during that, just as Moses, Aaron, and Hur all took up that staff to pray for the battle. That's what we need. We, we, we need to run to God. He's our safety. He's our rest. He's our strong tower. Then we need to run to our brothers in Christ who can lift us up, who can take some of that weight and hand it to God. We need that help. And that's Moses needed Aaron and her. Otherwise, Joshua would not have won the battle. When he raised the staff of God, Joshua won. Okay, and then I love this the second portion. So it goes after Aaron and her got him seated on, seated on a flat rock and they got on either side of him. Joshua won the battle and Moses called the, he built an altar and called its name. The Lord is my banner. I don't know if you've got to look into the names of God, but there's some powerful ones. This specific one is Jehovah Nisi, which is the Lord is our banner. It also speaks of strong warrior. The Lord is our banner. He's our strong warrior. The Lord is our victory. So Moses called this altar Jehovah Nisi, remembering that God is our banner. Before they went into battle, we had the banner, banners that would decide, that would identify each side. And as God is our banner, he's our strong warrior. He's our victory. So Moses looked back and he didn't give credit to himself or Aaron or her. He didn't name the altar, the altar of Moses, Aaron, and her, right? No, he gave the credit where we know the credit is because on our own, we can't win the trials and battles that come before us. And thank God we don't have to do it on our own. Thank God that he has provided us with a Holy Spirit, with a helper, with brothers and sisters in Christ who can come alongside of us as we are going. Because we're all fighting the same battle. We're all fighting something. We're all trying to get more people into heaven. We're all trying to save the lost. And when we come together with the Holy Spirit, with God, that's when we're at our strongest. And we can look back and say, you know what? God brought us a victory in that battle. God did that. We can say, this is Jehovah Nisi. He's our banner. He's our strong warrior. He's our victory. There's a story. I want to end with this. There's a story, actually, end with this and then a challenge, um, that talks about David. And David, after he slayed Goliath, he took the giant sword and he took it back to his tent. And I heard one pastor say it this way. He took it back to his tent where there was the fur of the bear and the mane of a lion. Every battle that God had given him, David had something to remember. God gave me this battle. And that's where we need to be. We need to not remember the battles, but remember the victories. Remember the altar that Noah built. Noah. <laughs> remember the altar that Moses built to God. That's the point of remembrance, not the battle that was fought, but the altar of God.
And then I want to challenge you with this. It is Galatians 6, 9. I'm sure you guys all know this. As you go out this week, we're going to be tired. We're going to be exhausted. But rest in God. Find your rest. Find your strong tower. Find your energy here. Because God will help you through this. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good. Don't grow weary of doing good. Why? Because doing good isn't easy, right? Moses, it grew tired. His hands grew tired. It's not easy to do good, but there's a promise. Do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. In this, if Moses would have given up, let his hands fall, Joshua loses. But he didn't give up. He found strength in friends, strength in the spirit, held his hands up and prayed for that battle the whole time until Joshua had victory. Don't grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap if you don't give up. Don't give up. Go do good. Ask God for those things that you can do this week to further the kingdom, those battles that you can give to him, that you can pray over so that he may have a victory in your life. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.